Okay, I know that you and I both share a love for potatoes. <laughs> we funny about we do, that? but our love is not as great as that of our daughter. Fair enough. There are priorities. Yes. No, I mean, she loves potatoes more than me and you put together. That's true. That's a really good point. I hadn't actually thought yep. of that. She is a huge, that's her favorite food. It is. And I don't think I really wanted to talk about potatoes, although mm. it's very interesting that the potato itself, which is one of the easier crops to grow, as I understand it, I've never attempted to grow a potato, but I don't think I have, you're have you, based on what your reaction is there, have you tried to grow a potato? No, but I am confident I could kill a potato plant. <laughs> ah, well, okay. I am and, very good at killing plants. <laughs> it's a tough one. Um, mm. So just to think that the potato was this concept that helped a city turn itself around and make this huge change. You know, Hazen Pingree, one of the quotes about him, somebody from Buffalo who had went to study Hayes and Pingree and see what they were doing in Detroit said, he's a man of ideas. That wasn't the only person to say that. This idea of a man of ideas, I love that. I can see why you would. Well, why is that? I mean, you make it sound like it's a bad thing. Well, no, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just like you you, you have no shortage of ideas, and you. I feel like you get excited about them, you're bopping around, you want to talk about them, so to just... Find someone that is known as a man of ideas. I could see why that would be a kindred spirit for you. All right. Fair enough. Mm. And I think Hazen Pingree was a dedicated person to turning around the city, turning around this organization, this large, large organization back in the 1890s. And that's just amazing to me. That This would have been a cool client to work with. I agree. Sounds like he was on, he was, uh, on fire. And he got things done. Yeah. And that concept of dedication. I mean, I, I try to think back and it's hard to single something out because you're so immersed in it. And I think you and I have had this experience over time. I think it's a graduate school experience, um, definitely. And then there's other parts of life where it comes up too. But where you're so close to something that you can't necessarily recognize how dedicated or immersed in it that you are. Are, but but it's really cool when you find this this something that you, that you love and and that you want to make work and that you're willing to change and you're willing to learn about. Does something come to mind for you that fits that category? Uh, I I think certainly yeah. I mean, when I'm writing a new study up, usually I go into that. The reason I'm writing about it is because I have a genuine question. I really do want to know the answer. Uh, and I get excited about it, and I, which is good because then it takes you know hundred hours to write the thing. So uh, I'm not sure if that answers your question, though. I think it does, and I think in your case, knowing you, it's less about the writing; mm. it's more about the research question. Right. I like to, I, or you know, like I'll say to my students, is first you tell the story, so you'll write like a one-page summary, like this is this is the story we're going to tell, uh, and that part is the most exciting because that's that's how you figure out well what is the answer to my question. You know, the concept in psychology that comes to mind here is flow. And mm. and I think, are you familiar with flow? I don't know how yes. familiar. Okay. So talk about flow for a minute. 
it's not happiness. It's kind of absorption or immersion. So the idea is that flow is a psychological state you experience when you are working on something that is challenging for you, but within your capabilities. And often for me, the piece that stands out when I think about my own experience of flow is kind of losing time. So being so absorbed in whatever it is you're working on that you lose track of time. Um, and I know I can't spell, I can't pronounce the name of the psychologist, Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi or something, sure. uh, something close to that. It's a very difficult name. It's a difficult name, but it's a well-known concept. Um, and for me, I experience flow most often when I'm running statistics. Uh, when I, because that's the part where I'm trying to figure out, well, okay, I've got the data, I have the question, now let's try to answer the question. So I'll, I'll definitely uh, experience flow when I'm doing that. Well, and I like what you were saying about time. For me, that's a critical piece on flow. I agree with you. It's not necessarily about the happiness piece. I think it does come up in positive psychology, fine. But for me, it's that time piece. And mm -hmm. it fits with this idea of change. And you won't necessarily see that word come up in reference to flow. But it is. It's about that willingness to change along with what you're learning on this. You're so dedicated to the concept. You're so interested into it. And again, that word immersion, that you're willing to make the changes to learn more, which I think is cool. Agreed. So if you were to write a book and dedicate it, what would your next book dedication be? <laughs> I would probably dedicate it to you and the girls. Because if I'm going to be putting that much work into any major project, it's it would only be possible if you guys, you know, let me focus on it. We'll get to work on that book. I'm looking forward to the dedication. <laughs> okay. We'll work for dedications. <laughs>